Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Gail Cavanaugh from Crossing Christians, and this is another show. Um, today we're talking about oppression in God's people and what God does about oppression. Um, it's a very interesting topic. If we look at Psalm 72, first of all, let's discuss the definition of oppression. What does oppression mean? Oppression um, going to this website here, it's um, Christian, the Christian Crier. Uh, it's called papios.com, the blog. And in this blog, it discusses oppression. What does oppression mean? Um, to be oppressed means that the people is being oppressed is typically under someone else's control or rule. And they're being taken advantage of and treated in a harsh or cruel way. So it's seen as the exercise of authority of power over another person or a people and using them for their own purposes in a burdensome, cruel, and unjust manner. It's usually where the people have no control of their own lives. They have no freedom. They're living in a state of bondage. Two great examples of oppression were when the Israelites in Egypt and the African Americans were enslaved in Africa, in America as they were being oppressed and forced to hard labor against their will. Now there's the physical um, physical oppression and then there's the spiritual oppression, which we know all of. Right now we're going to talk about the physical oppression and what God does to free his people. This is a, this is a terrible thing. God gets very, very angry when, when people oppress other people. Usually it's, it's strong against the weak. In Psalm 72, we have some remedy and some recourse, and we can take a look at how God deals with these people who are being unjustly oppressed. And oppression causes many problems. It causes financial problems. It causes emotional problems. It causes sickness. It causes illness, diseases. Uh, it causes families to separate and so many other things. Psalm 72 says, Give the king thy judgment, O God, and thy righteousness unto the king's sons. He shall judge thy people with righteousness, and they pour with judgment. The mountains shall bring peace to the people, and little hills by righteousness. He shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy, and shall break in pieces the oppressor. So we don't have to fear the oppressor if we know we're being oppressed. We can pray about this, and God will deal very severely against these people. They shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. They will fear you if God comes on to your rescue. They will fear you because they will feel the presence of the Lord in you, and that is, is the presence of the Lord is something that terrifies Satan. Um, because Satan is ruling these people who are oppressing, and Satan is, is out to attack God's people, so he'll use people to oppress them to keep them from, to try and discourage them from their relationship with the Lord. So continuing in Psalm 72, verse 6, He shall come down like rain upon the mown grass as showers that water the earth. 
I just think about that for a moment, how powerful that is. When, um, if you've seen maybe April showers, you've seen that rain coming down on the earth, God will rain down his 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 power and his, his light and his energy will rain down on these people that are oppressing others. In his days shall the righteous flourish and the abundance of peace so long as the men endure. So as long as God is around, he's going to have righteousness. He's not going to deal and put up with these people who are oppressing others. He will come to your rescue. In his days shall the righteous flourish and the abundance of peace so long as the moon endureth. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river unto the ends of the earth. So his power is so widespread and so expansive that these people who are oppressing have no recourse against him. God will just come in and take over your entire territory and keep you from being oppressed by others. They that dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him, and his enemies shall lick the dust. They, when God comes and intervenes against these people, these forces that are oppressing others, they have no choice and no recourse but to submit to the mighty power of God. The kings of Tarshish and Niles shall bring presents <coughs> bring presents, and the kings of Sheba and Seba shall offer gifts. Yea, all kings shall fall down before him, all nations shall shall serve him. So there is no exception. All the kings will serve the Lord. Even the ones who do him the ones who do him good as well as the ones who are out to oppress others and terrorize the um the, the Christians. Um, for he shall deliver the needy when he crieth, the poor also in him that hath no helper. So you don't have to fear these giant forces or these these giant um, powerful people that are trying. I will come in and he will take over, he will take charge and he will deliver the poor and the needy. And he, they have no helper. And there's a reason why he does this. He shall spare, uh, in verse 13, he shall spare the poor and the needy and shall save the souls of the needy. And precious, uh, he shall redeem their soul from deceit and violent, violence, and precious shall their blood be in his sight. So the poor and the oppressed are precious. Their blood is precious in the sight of the Lord. So woe unto those who come in and try and oppress the poor and the needy, because God will deal with them. And he shall live, and to him shall be given the gold of Sheba. Prayer also shall be made for him continually, and daily shall he be praised. There shall be a handful of corn in the earth upon the top of the mountains. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of the city shall flourish like grass of the earth. See, this is what happens when God comes in and takes over. When um, people are being oppressed, he turns the tables on the oppressors, and he makes the poor people the rulers of the city, and he makes them, he gives them abundance, everything that they need, they will flourish like the grass of the earth. See, he turns the tables on these uh, these people who are oppressing the oppressors. His name shall endure forever. His name shall be continued as long as the sun, and men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only doeth wondrous, wondrous things. So 
if you're being oppressed, you don't have to worry. Now, oppression comes in many forms. And since we're talking about financial matters, it can come in the unfair banking fees that we um, are subject to each and every day. If these fees are exorbitant or if they're being levied unjustly, um, and, and there's all kinds of, you find all kinds of mistakes in your statement when you get it back from a ward, you just pray about it and pray this psalm. Refer to yourself as poor and needy. You are poor and needy here because the bank is taking, the big, big, giant banks are taking advantage of you and oppressing you. And God will deal with them. So a lot of, um, a lot of Christians have, um, you know, you know they, they may have, their checking accounts may be overdrawn and they may not realize it's because of the banking fees that are being assessed against them. And that's where you would have to um, turn this over to the Lord because the Bible says, cast all your cares and your burdens upon him. So you, you cast your care and your burden of this oppression on the Lord and you watch and see what he does. So you don't have to suffer with all of these things. If, if prices too, are too high, you just pray this song because the people are, are, are oppressing you. And I don't mean the small businessman. I'm talking about the corporate giants. I'm talking about the corporate giants who are unfairly oppressing people. And, and God will deal with them and something will be done on your behalf. You'll be delivered from this bondage of, of poverty and um, financial calamity. And it's just a wonderful thing how God comes to the rescue of those who are being oppressed. Now, there's a very powerful psalm, Psalm 18, which is very, very powerful. And I'll read a little of it because I don't have very much time right now. Maybe I can get the whole thing. But um, it says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Okay, that's a very, very powerful statement. The Lord is our rock, he's our fortress, he's our protector in you know, against these giant oppressors. I'll call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from mine enemies. So these these corporate giants, these oppressors, the banks, when they're levying unfair prices, unfair um uh, unfair rates for the, the banking fees they're considered an enemy and the Lord will deal with them if you call upon the Lord and, and cast your burden upon him he will deal with it the sorrows of death compass me and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid and it is a situation that sometimes makes you afraid because they're so strong and they're so powerful and you feel like you have no recourse against them but don't feel like that because you do because the, and the Lord will come and deal with them the sorrows of death compass me. The floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple. My cry came before him, even into his ears. So have you ever felt anguish because of the situation? You know, the bill collectors are coming around. The banks are taking advantage of you, uh, charging, overcharging you, your, your fees, so that you're... Um, 
your, your bank accounts become overdrawn and what have you. Um, you know, you may be paying too much rent. Rents keep rising. Um, your utilities keep rising. Okay, see, the Lord can come in and he can deal with them if you turn this over to him. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. He, he cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple. My cry came before him, even into his ears. So the Lord will hear you. You know, we we think that God is too busy. He's got all these people he's got to worry about. Everybody's saying prayers at the same time. Okay? And, that, and that's a big lie because God can handle it all. He is God. He created everything. And he's very, very powerful. So don't ever be afraid to turn these things over to God. He's not too busy to listen to these things. And you watch and see what happens. Um, the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also, the hills moved and were shaken because he was wrong. See, this is how angry God can get. He will shake the whole earth. And every everything will tremble around you because, you know, the Lord is, is angry at the situation. He doesn't like his people being oppressed. They went up with smoke out of his nostrils, fire out of his mouth. Devoured coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down and darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and did fly, yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret places for gleaning round about him were dark waters out of thick clouds of the skies. At the brightness that was before him, his thick clouds passed and stones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens and the highest gave his voice hailstones and coals of fire. Just imagine that, the heavens thundering and the hailstones and coals of fire coming down. Okay, we're going to continue this discussion at another time. I thank you so much for tuning in and tune in next time.